We are live, coming right at you. This is the Let's Talk About It podcast, episode 16. Our bellies are full of quesadilla burgers, courtesy of the bros. Thank you, guys. We're currently stuffing our faces with white powder donuts. We're talking about the sugar. Um, we got a lot on our plate today, guys. We got uh, expensive computers to talk about. We got... Uh, Video game news for uh, remakes definitely going to be on on the plate today. Also talk about league, how preseason's going, um, how we feel about balance as we usually talk about. So without further ado, let's sign off. I or sign on actually. It's not sign off. We just started. Okay, uh, bye. <laughs> bye guys. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, goodbye. Um, all right. So uh, I am Pedro and I'm Ruben. Jason here. And we will get right to it like we always do. Um, I will jump in and talk about some tech news that we have had for the last week. Um, first of all, first of all, in the tech news... Well, actually, before we get to the tech news, I have to shout out one of my bros because he dared me to do this on the podcast. Um, so, shout out to Jared Masick, um, who is solo carrying his entire group project for school right now. Um, he literally prepared like a like an eight page document full of charts and like pie charts and bar graphs, uh, and and stuff like that. And uh, no one helped him because I've seen him working on that in the office. So, shout outs to you for uh, for doing that. But uh, anyways, going actually to the real tech news today. Um, first order of business, um, we'll start off with the story about the Pirate Bay um, and how they are testing a streaming option for the video files that they have on their site um i don't know if you guys remember this but before they were shut down initially uh due to seizure of property in 2014 this was actually an option on the pirate bay um but uh and for select users uh, on the pirate bay currently um when you search up a video file um, and you know how it usually has like the, like it has like the magnet icon, and then it has like the colored no. skull. No. <laughs> well, no. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But from the, <laughs> <laughs> but, but from the photo, from the photos that I see on the articles that I've read on it so far, no personal experience whatsoever. Um, but next to next to the little icons that show you like what the torrent's all about, um, there's there's a a green like play button that you that you can do. 
Um, and really? so with that, instead of you know actually downloading the file, the the seeded uh, files from it actually go into a web-based media player, and you can watch whatever the video file is without actually downloading it to your computer. Nice. Um, yeah. Right. Um, from what I've read, uTorrent already lets you stream video files. Yeah, they they do. But help. it's nice that you can do it directly through the browser. Yeah, if yeah. If you're into that. Mm-hmm. Arrgh. That's a <laughs> <laughs> we, we sailed the seven seas of the internet here. Somalian um, pirates. We. Well, Pedro speaks for himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, not to single anyone out. I mean, we all do it collectively, right? I mean. <laughs> Anyways, no, no. <laughs> we, we can neither confirm nor deny our online uh, activity. So uh, no. <laughs> yeah, never heard of the Pirate Bay until today, actually. Ah. Um, but anyway, so that's you know that's a new feature to the website, which is really which is really good because in most countries, including the U.S., it's illegal to download the files, right, and to mm-hmm. have it on your computer from the Pirate Bay, especially if it's uh, you know uh, copyrighted material. Um, but it's legal to stream it <laughs> on your device. So, um, loopholes, baby. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess, and, and I'm sure that's the case in most other countries as well, as far as copyright protections and, and that thing, you know, and, and sort of that, uh, data handling goes. Um, so that's nice for everyone in the U.S. They'll have the option to stream, you know, whatever they find on the Pirate Bay per se. Um, Fun fact, the most popular video files that are being pirated right now um, are number one, Game of Thrones, still. Wow. Surprisingly, yeah. Even after the tragic, fiery collapse of the series. Um, And then number two is The Mandalorian. Wow. (laughs) So, so, uh, no surprise there. I love The Mandalorian. We've talked about it here on the the stream. Jason's uh, finally started. Started today, um... Like a third or two thirds of the way through the fourth episode now. Such a such a good episode. Yeah, we only have to wait what forty more hours until the next episode. Yeah. So, I'm super stoked about that. Um, so this is I think I my theory is that this feature and that Pirate Bay is testing this, um, is kind of to poke a jab at Disney for Disney Plus. Because um, Disney Plus had a huge initial success. What was it? Do we do we remember the numbers of how many people were using Disney Plus on day one? Too many. I, I users? have no idea. I know it was a like it was in the millions for sure. Yeah. Like I want to say like eight million, nine million unique users. Um, but I don't have the data for that. Um, but it, it was a lot of people, right? And so. You know the 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 people who run the pirate bay probably saw that and they were inspired to take action. In, <laughs> in day one, it was ten million subscribers. Ten, yeah. ooh, I was close. Ten million users. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, um, I definitely feel like this is a you know I definitely feel that this is a retaliation from the internet uh, to you know in response to Disney Plus and how successful that was. Um, even though I don't feel like Disney Plus is a is a ripoff as far as like quality of content and amount of content that they have so far. Um, I'm not really the authority to speak on the quantity though, because I've literally only watched The Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> I got it, and then realized it was honestly, yeah, it's cool. All these classics are on there, but none of it's really for me. Mm-hmm. 
aside from the Mandalorian and ended up using it to get the six ninety nine add on for Hulu and ESPN. <laughs> Bargain hunting. Yeah. That's what we're about. So now I've got all three of those. I've been watching more Hulu than Sick advertising. Sucks. I know. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I think I have to deactivate the promo through Disney Plus to set up a separate Hulu account if I want to upgrade it. You can't just upgrade it through. Really? You'd think that they would allow that. That's what I thought too, but nope. Yeah, that's wild. Um. So yeah, so I that that's what my feelings are on the, on the Pirate Bay. So props to uh, the Pirate Bay for keeping up with the times and adapting, uh, which not a lot of businesses do. It, do we want to classify the Pirate Bay as a business? I think so. They make money off of ads. Yeah. On their site. I'll I'll, I'll stick with that. Um, I wouldn't say it's a but, super legitimate business, but, but a business nonetheless. <laughs> An offshore's business. They like well, the they just connect people. They like the yeah. laundromat on the internet. That's all they really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, do you guys have any feelings as to as to why the Pirate Bay took this direction and how that's going to impact... Uh, legitimate streaming services like Disney Plus, like Netflix, if this testing phase were to go completely functional and live? Honestly, I think they just got tired of getting shut down, because I believe they've been shut down multiple times. This year, yeah. They're never going to stop. They're um, going to keep getting shut down, they're just going to keep coming right Yeah. But, I mean, with stuff like this, it'll make it, like, they'll have a slight better argument on terms of just videos. So they can be like, they can be like, oh well, you can shut down our our game torrents, but we're a legit streaming service. So. <laughs> oh, I mean, even if they shut them down, you know, they'll have them up in a week. <laughs> yeah, if that. It's really complicated from a country to country basis mm-hmm. as well. So, <clears throat> so there's that. Um, second tech news story of the day: Apple has released the pricing <laughs> on their new Mac Pro, which, by the way, guys, gorgeous, gorgeous piece of tech. Um, the case itself is really, really cool. It's really dense. It's really hefty. It's nothing short of what we expect of Apple devices. I'm sure it cost them a fortune just to make the tools to uh, build the case itself. Forget about all the internals, um, but the hardware itself is amazing, right? Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the creme de la creme top end configuration of this new desktop Mac Pro. Um, so we're going to talk about what it comes with and the price tag. Okay, so we're actually going to start off with the price tag. Um, the top of the line Mac Pro is going to run you $53,000. <laughs> and that's not even including all the tax that comes with it. Just Fif- in case you have that laying around, you know. Yeah, in case you have 53k lying around. Buy yourself a Mac Pro. And then if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that also doesn't include like the $400 wheels or something to make it more portable. Yeah, yeah. So the wheels are optional. <laughs> the wheels are optional. That's because... $100 per fucking wheel and I'm pretty sure that they're the shitty plastic. Hey, hey they're, a- they're Apple wheels, bro. They're straight from Apple. That makes <laughs> it premium. you for the Apple logo that spins on the side of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So on the desktop itself, it just comes with like metal feet. You know, for the for the desktop to be firmly planted on yeah. wherever your workstation is, um, but but anyways, um, let's talk about what you get for fifty three grand, which to me is is kind of kind of lacking. 
Um, so as, as far as, uh, you know, what comes for in the, in the build for, what oh, okay, not the mic, that, that'd be embarrassing, um, but anyway, let's see here, um, for that top end configuration, you get, for the processor, you get a 28 core Intel Xeon W, uh, and I presume that's also 28 threads, because there's no mention of hyper-threading there. Um, and usually hyper-threading is, uh, is not a feature of Intel's server uh, desktop CPUs, which the Intel Xeon is. So presumably a 28-core and 28-thread processor. Um, it comes with 4 terabytes of storage. Um, and Apple has promised that it'll eventually let you purchase an 8-terabyte solid-state drive. Um, but that's not available yet. Um, so, uh, just, okay, so these are all, these are all, these all add to the cost that all add up to 53 grand, right? So the processor, the 28 core Intel Xeon adds $7,000 to the base, like five, uh, five grand price, six grand is the base price for, for, uh, for Mac Pro. So adding this processor already more than doubles the cost of the Mac for you. Okay. Um, the four terabytes of storage, which I presume are... NVMe SSDs, and if they're just SATA SSDs, that'd be really, really disappointing. Um, but I haven't been able to read up on what kind of storage that is. But anyway, four terabytes of solid-state storage. That's an extra one thousand four hundred dollars. Um, and then um, right now the top-end graphics system or graphics setup that you can get for the desktop um, are two Radeon Pro Vega two do. There's lots of twos in here, so two. Radeon Pro Vega two duo cards. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and each of these cards. So, yeah, so each of these cards. The cool thing about these cards is that they're they're like uh, they're specialty cards, right? They're with their workstation uh, GPUs meant for rendering and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and each of these cards comes with thirty two gigabytes of RAM, like for rendering and stuff. So you have a total of sixty four gigabytes of graphics processing random access memory Oof, on these um, and keep in mind that these memory modules they're not regular like ddr4 like desktop nor are they regular gddr6 which is what you'll find in like your gaming uh cards yeah um this is high bandwidth memory um which last i checked uh high bandwidth memory was close to like 90 dollars per gigabyte jesus christ um and this was back. Well, keep in mind, no this is are running through fiber optics, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I I have no idea what the setup for uh, HBM is, but uh, for high bandwidth memory, but that that price, that estimation was last I heard. But this was back when graphics cards were like insanely bloated for price, right? Um, but but like DRAM prices tend to not fluctuate that much, so that may still very much be the case today. Um, so yeah, so adding both of those graphics card with all that. Uh, random access memory in those cards that bumps up your base price another uh, almost eleven grand. Ugh. So, was that five and a half grand per card? Yeah. It seems like. <laughs> um. But anyway, so so this is one of the most expensive parts of the of the fifty three grand Mac is actually the RAM that you can put in the machine. So get this, you can have. One and a half terabytes of RAM <laughs> on, on your Mac. One and a half your Mac. terabytes. Yes, so you can open all the Chrome tabs you want, 
Um, so that's uh, so that's 12 128 gigabyte chips of DDR4 EEC memory, oh which is which is server grade error correcting self error correcting uh, RAM, um, and that option bumps up your price twenty five thousand dollars, twenty five G's on RAM. What? You ever want to work for NASA in your spare time from home? Yeah, that, that's what you'll need to run like rocket simulations. Like that's not even joking, man. Like I didn't spend that much on my car. Yeah, twenty five grand, and I felt like my car is expensive. I can't imagine buying a RAM module for my computer. <laughs> Way too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm I'm not paying 25 G's for RAM, even if it's a half, a one and a half terabytes of server grade EC, EEC memory. Not gonna happen. If you just had 25 grand to throw away, would you do it? Nope. No. I'd I'd rather buy another car. You have 25 grand, but you specifically have to buy this with it. Ooh. <laughs> Why not? I would see how many tabs of Chrome I can before, before Windows crashes. I'd, ex- I'd expect it to be in the thousands, to be honest. Um, um well, you never said no returnsies, so I'll just buy it and return it and get my money back. <laughs> yeah, I can I can already see my posting on Craigslist. One point five terabytes of EEC RAM will trade for WRX. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but but good point. Um, anyway, continuing on with the with the uh, configuration of the world's most expensive desktop, uh, the Mac Pro. You can add Apple's Afterburner PCIe accelerator card. Um, that'll run you another two grand. And then um, adding the wheels, you know, it's the like chair on top. Titans are that expensive, aren't they? Two grand? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you can get an RTX Titan for like two grand or one grand. I haven't I haven't looked at the the Titan series in a while, so I could be wrong. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the cherry on top are the wheels for the chassis, for the, for the case itself, and those run you a cool $400. Um, c- keep in mind that you still, even after all this configuration, you still need to buy Apple's $6,000 monitor to, to, to run with your Mac Pro. And then you also have to buy the $1,000 stand for the monitor. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, um, it's one pricey desktop. Um, what I'm gonna do can, is so, really sorry. I just want to make sure. Yeah, so yeah. They said you can pay this much and you get your screen, but you have to hold it. Otherwise, you can pay a thousand dollars and you get the stand too. Yeah, or you can just buy <laughs> buy your own stand for it. You know, and but, Apple fans rejoice. They're gonna have yes. some kind of specific fucking configuration for it yeah. where it only fits their fucking shitty it don't yep. <laughs> yeah you know it and you know Apple's capable of that too I've, I had an old Apple case that I was trying to transplant a dual booting computer into and I couldn't do it because they actually had their pins set up to where you needed a specific Apple motherboard to fit in that specific case yep they do that <laughs> That's and then when I tried to actually cut out holes with a fucking power saw it ended up ripping the blade out of the saw oh my gosh that's cool <laughs> they do not want you doing anything that you're not supposed to do apple does not fuck around man like <laughs> um i'm afraid i can't let you do that Jay. yeah <laughs> i know i mean for 53 grand i'd expect like my mac pro to like cook me breakfast freaking do my taxes oh you mean it doesn't 
Yeah, apparently, I can't do my fucking not. taxes on the thing. We got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could probably do your taxes well, on it. You probably won't do it for you. TurboTax not supported on Mac. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I can't wait for YouTubers to buy it and write it off as a tax write-off for their job as they rip oh it apart on YouTube. God. Oh my yeah. god! I would fucking do that. Well, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Um, MKBHD, which is a popular tech reviewer on YouTube, he's had a Mac Pro for the past uh, for the past couple weeks. For his review sample, um, I don't know what configuration he has because he hasn't told us yet. The review is not live, um, but he does have two of the Apple monitors with the Apple stands in his studio oh my to edit God. on. So like MKBHD, he lives in New York City, right? So it's expensive to live up there, yeah. and all the goodies that he has, that guy is rolling in the dough, <laughs> rolling in it. Um, also, if you guys follow Linus Tech Tips on Twitter. Um, he, he, uh, which is also another popular YouTube, uh, channel, um, for tech reviews. He purchased the 53 grand back. Oh my God. <laughs> he posted a picture. He's like, I don't feel so good about this purchase, guys. Yeah. How could you? <laughs> I don't think anyone could buy that in their right mind, uh, and, and feel good about the investment that they make, but they just buy it and they're like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, but but yeah, so that that is the that is the Mac Pro. Um, I before our next podcast, I'm going to go on PC Part Picker, and I'm gonna see if I can put together a computer that is fifty three grand uh, on PC Part Picker. Um, I'll I'll share the spec sheet on next week's podcast and see if I even come close to hitting the fifty three grand mark. Um, and then we'll we'll compare specs and we'll see we'll see what we can do. Um, sorry, I just step out there for a second. But speaking of Linus Tech Tips, did you see his finished super fucking server build? He had like a preview for of Minecraft. On I don't think it was for Minecraft. No, he had, he just finished it. It was actually through the little kind of like you can do on Facebook Messenger. People can post throughout their day. Yeah, they, you can do that on YouTube. But he had a progress of him putting together like a server board with. 512 gigs of RAM, I think it had. <laughs> it was like a ridiculous build. It had like 16 sticks of RAM connected to it. He didn't even have like fans and sockets because I'm sure you've seen he has them like on open tables. Yeah, yeah. He had fans just sitting directly on top of the RAM. <laughs> <laughs> like it was crazy, dude. If you didn't, if you didn't see that, check it out. It's really, it's like it's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I know YouTube stories stay up for like a while, like more than a day. I feel mm. so. I'll, I'll have to check that out. But um. But yeah, the last the last the last Linus Tech Tips server build that I saw was their Minecraft server that they set up. Mm-hmm. And they got like a custom case with it, and that cost them like freaking like eight grand or something like that. And uh, and you know that whole setup it was really really cool. But um, I'll have to check out that RAM, uh, not that RAM, that server build uh, after the podcast here today. And then before you get on to your next story, after reading about that um, Mac. I got curious, and I was like, I wonder what else you can buy that's cheaper than this computer. And I looked it up, and you can legit buy a Model 3 Tesla. If you buy the standard Range Plus, you can get your own custom paint job, which costs extra. Custom wheels, which cost extra. A black and white interior, and self-driving, full self-driving capability. And the purchase price is still only $49,990. Oh my gosh, so you can still treat yourself to like a $5,000 little gift. Yes, that's that's <laughs> literally the cheapest Model 3 Tesla 
but with all of the added features, it's still cheaper than that thing. Yeah, the Model Three, and those things are fast, dude. And like, then of course you can you can get even the new the fancy new Cybertruck with self driving. It's still cheaper than this computer. Yeah, yeah. Or in my case, you can get a used 2010 Nissan GTR off of eBay for like 50 grand. I think I'd rather have that than a Mac Pro, <laughs> to be completely honest. And I'm like, and I'm a, I'm a tech guy. Can you, you imagine know? like buying that and then the next day just tripping and falling and water spilling in it? <laughs> <laughs> your coffee, you spill your coffee on it. Uh. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's the Mac Pro, everyone. Lots to talk about with the Mac Pro. <laughs> uh, but those are my only. Those are my only uh, tech stories today. So. <clears throat> Gentlemen, you guys can fight each other over who's going to be uh, going over the, the next uh, section here. Well, I honestly don't have much of a section at all, so Ruben, you take it away. <laughs> Alrighty, well I got a couple of stories, mostly um, one continuation from last week, the potential leak of Resident Evil 3 Remake is confirmed. It actually got confirmed at the last state of play of this year, which just happened a few days ago, um, and they announced that with the purchase of Resident Evil 3 Remake is also going to be that new one, Resident Evil Project Resistance, which is that 4v1 kind of multiplayer game. Yes. Which I thought was pretty interesting. I thought for sure Project Resistance was going to be its own, like, separate entity, not included with another game. Mm-hmm. Because when they revealed it, it seemed kind of... It seemed pretty hyped up, I thought. So it... it- it's not a separate game, it's a game mode? They they say that it comes included, so I mean, maybe you can buy it separate for like Cheaper. 20 bucks or something. Like an add-on, like a DLC type of thing? Yeah. I want to play as Nemesis so that I can walk around going... I'm, I'm honestly wondering <laughs> I'm honestly wondering if they're going to let you do that if you buy Resident Evil 3 package. Like, if it's a, if it'll be an extra character. Okay, now it's just a pre- Order pre-order bonus. That'd be cool. All of you diehards get the fucking multiplayer because you're so diehard. I <laughs> am super stoked for this though because Resident Evil Three is my all-time favorite Resident Evil. I love Nemesis. He was sick and scary, which yeah. is weird because if you remember me telling you last week, I hate games where there's something unkillable following you through the whole thing, and that's literally what that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's unkillable. He's not, but he's. But near impossible. Not <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely Resident Evil Seven for sure. Biohazard. Um, yeah. And it, um, <laughs> it's going to be released next year on April third. It's going to be, of course, coming to PlayStation Four, Xbox, and PC. Is that a weekend day? April third. Let's check real quick. We have a whole weekend to play it. All right, April third is a Friday. Ooh. So we're going to have the whole weekend to play it. Get now, off work, go pick it up, and play the weekend away. Now, I have not played a single Resident Evil game. Um, ever. At all. At all. Like, ever. So, uh, if now... You want, if you ever want to do a crash course, uh, Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles all go through a bunch of the stories on Wii as an on-rails shooter. Oh, Interesting. <laughs> so, I'm reading this now. It actually says Resident Evil Project Resistance isn't its own game. It is it's a, game a multiplayer one. component. Ah. Cool. That's convenient. Okay. Because if you don't have to pay more for it, 
it's better for the consumers. That's yeah, fine. yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, it that gets me to buy Resident Evil Three. Plus, I know, I know, two and three were like a lot of everybody's favorites. I don't think they really needed to include it in order to sell it. It would have sold regardless. So it's kind of cool to see them include it. I want my Code Veronica remake. Where the fuck is that? not happening. Bro. I want my Ape Escape <laughs> HD oh, remake. No. Ape Escape? Dude, Ape I Escape. love Ape Escape. I've never played Ape Escape. Dude, Ape Escape is so much fun. Um, Does it still my... have like a really big speedrunning scene? I think, or at least relatively? I, I think it might. I don't um, know about this. While game everyone scene. was playing Ape Escape, oh. though, I was playing Glover. I never played Ape Escape. Glover. Glover was dope. <laughs> so, so, Ape Escape. Uh, at, my, at my sister's apartment in Phoenix, um... Her wife's PS3 has, like, profiles for all of us. So it's, like, her profile, my sister's profile, and then my profile. My icon for my profile is an Ape Escape monkey. <laughs> Dude, I remember when those games were, like, huge. Like, they were coming oh, out. A lot of games, like, from that kind of era are still... Like, they're big in speedrunning. I'm sure they have been for a while, but they're bigger than I realized. Like, you got Battle for Bikini Bottom... Uh, Billy Hatcher. Battle for Bikini Bottom's getting a remake, isn't it? Is it? I'm pretty positive I heard that. I didn't know that. Like an HD remake but, or a re-release remake? Um, good question. Let's see. But yeah, games like that. Billy Hatcher. Billy Hatcher was a game that I always wanted to play but never got to. It's a GameCube, right? It's a GameCube game? I believe so. Yeah, I never owned a GameCube, so uh, I never got to play Billy Hatcher, but it's definitely on my radar. I should see if I can uh, get my hands on one. What? Get a Wii. I have a Wii, but it's broken. According to my parents. Go get another one. There's $10 any fucking pawn shop you go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they won't give you more than five because the most they'll sell them for is 20 <laughs> So, it is going to be called SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Um, it appears they are going to be um, improving the visuals and updating the resolutions. Um, and it's going to be released, it looks like, across all platforms. It's going to be on PC, Dope. Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation. If they do that, I hope they don't make any actual bug, you know, bug fixes, glitch fixes, anything like Kind of like they did with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for the 3DS. All the glitches that you can do in, on the 64 and on emulators that way still work. For example, bomb hovering and just super sliding all the way across Hyrule Field over like three <laughs> seconds with a bomb. It, it's that's a, shit you're not supposed to be able to do, but they were like, well, that's part of the charm of the game. They kept a lot of places that you can clip out of bounds in. <laughs> I so, so I would hope for something like that, because then that would actually... It, it's always interesting to see like 3D movement game speedruns. Yeah. Especially like Super Mario. I never, I never played through the whole thing of Battle for Bikini Bottom, but I remember it was really fun. This little bit. That I, I never played play. it, so I really don't know. I just know they're, that it has. A... They're including a brand new horde mode multiplayer for up <laughs> to two players, both online and offline. And I guess they're also including some content that was cut from the original game. Oh snap! Ooh. Squidward DLC. Yeah, dude. Robo, wonder... Robo Squidward boss fight and more. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> see something like that kind of makes me wonder why like bethesda didn't do something like that with all the re-releases of skyrim they gave us all the dlc again they kept upgrading updating the graphics but why didn't they do something like the cutting room floor mod all it does it doesn't necessarily add anything new it's all cut content from the game that's just restored that works properly for one reason or another though it was cut 
Um, so far, though, it does look like that Battle for Bikini Bottom does not have a release date. It says planned re- on Steam. It says planned release date when I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the re- for the requirements, it says require 64-bit processor and OS. And then for OS, it says, I'm ready. Processor, I'm ready. Graphics, I'm ready. (laughs) Sound card, I'm ready. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be something that... It's probably just the same exact game. It's probably... re-fucking textured, essentially. They're like, hey, you can fucking run it. Probably polished the same way uh, Spyro and Crash, honestly. I hope so. I hope it's that same level of polish, because those remakes... For at least Spyro, I didn't play the the Crash one, but the Spyro one, dude, I I, I was the, amazed. I have the Crash one downloaded. I still haven't played it. It was yet. fun for all twenty minutes I played it. I'm just not a super huge two D platformer guy. For Crash, Crash, I haven't played Crash yes, in so Spyro long. Spyro is a two D platformer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, about, I was about to say I'm like you can't be talking about Spyro because well, I remember Crash is more two point five D. I was um, gonna say part. I remember it's like you've got certain levels where it's it's a fixed path regardless. It's like it's linear, forward and backward, or it's a side scroller level. Oh, okay. Like Fair it's enough. a linear, yeah. linear platform. I, like, I was like, I, like I was Spyro. like, I don't remember side scrolling. I, <laughs> I like Spyro so much because I was able to explore a lot of it. As much as exploration really isn't my thing, I was able to explore a lot of it though, and I fucking sat through it in one sitting. A hundred and twenty percent, I think, is what it is by the end of it. Jeez. Because you've got a bonus level with like an extra two thousand gems in it. Dang, Oof. dang. Yeah, I do have to agree with you on there for like the Spyro remake in that. Uh, you know, it, it's a remake, right? So everything that was there before was is there now. Yeah. But now that the game looks so much less uh, polygonal and beautiful, like they just did a really good job and make it draws you in. You yeah. want to explore each mm-hmm. of the corners yep. in the Spyro remake, and that's. I mean, I played I played only a handful of hours of it, um, the the Spyro remake. But what I did play of it, and I had to get rid of it because of disk space on my computer. I only have like 120 gigabytes, right? Um, so, but when I did play it, I, I like played the same like two levels, but I went everywhere. <laughs> I, I'm not certain. It's it's one of two numbers. It took me either nine hours or twelve hours. I think it was nine and nine and a half or nine forty five or something like that. But it might have been up in the twelves too that it took me to get the hundred. Two hundred twenty. So it's not even you know even for just sitting down and wanting to kind of get a glimpse at going back at what you saw as a kid. Now you know it's not it's not a bad just point A to point B game either. Yeah, which is good. Um, after I don't even remember what my original story was. <laughs> I'm, ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, Final Fantasy VII, which another one of my favorite games. I'm not a big fan of Final Fantasy in general, but seven and thirteen tactics. were oh and tactics. Tactics was the bomb as well. <laughs> But uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is only a timed exclusive for PS4 until March 2021. After that, it will be on everything. That means I can delete my pirated copy after March 2021. <laughs> Game Boy Advance? <laughs> We're re-releasing it. <laughs> Game Boy Advance. Not the SP, just a regular Game Boy just Advance. Just a regular Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I know... You said you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, Jason. Have you, Pedro? So, I, I it's a little complicated. <laughs> let, let me tell you why. <laughs> when I was a wee lad, uh, and I had a PlayStation 1, that was my first video game console ever, um, we owned, in the beginning, 
we owned only one game for that PS1. <laughs> uh, and that game was a JRPG called the Brave Fencer Musashi. It was a 3D platformer. Um, it's it's one of my favorite games of all time. What's like, it called? Brave, Brave Fencer, Fencer Musashi. Musashi. M-U-Z-A-S-H-I, right? M-U-S-H-A... No, M-U-S-A-S-H-I. Let me see it. It looks. It sounds familiar. Actually. Dude, it's one of my. It's like every every so often, like every other year, I'll get a I'll get an emulator and I'll play it on my PC. The whole game, I'll play through the whole thing. It's one of my favorite games I, of all time. Okay. I've seen it like in top ten lists. I think people say that it's really fucking good. It it it's a really good game in my opinion. Obviously, there's some nostalgia built into it, of course. Um, but every time I play it, uh, I have tons of fun with it. And the most recent, like the most recent. Uh, recent time I played it was maybe like a year and a half ago. Um, great game, by the way. But anyway, with that game, it came with a second disc, which was a Final Fantasy VII demo. Ah. And so the demo would kind of like let you play through like a couple of levels um, and, you know, to see how far you get, uh, you know, in the demo before you die. Um, so I, out of pure boredom, I played the demo a couple times. Uh, I was really young, like six years old, seven years old. So like the concept of turn-based combat wasn't really something I could grasp yet. Um, and I had Prey Friends from Musashi, so I'd play that every day. <laughs> and we didn't have a, a memory card either, so I'd start from square one oh, every single day playing Prey Friends from Musashi. <laughs> <laughs> the old struggles. <laughs> yeah, like a six memory, but a six memory. I had to beat gun that way. Jeez, dude! I put my PS2 on. It took two days. Dude, Gun was so fun. God bless you guys. They need a, they need a remake of that. I play it so bad. When lots, you, lots when, of weird games when you were remakes. talking about that uh, PlayStation One game, I actually started thinking of an N64 game that I used to play. Did you guys ever play Mystical yes. Ninja? <laughs> dude, I, yes. love, I love I love that game. That fucking game, dude. Ooh, oh my god. I never I played it. it. I never had an N64. That game, the music is on par with Banjo Kazooie but Japanese themed. As far as like fun and upbeat goes, it's so yeah. fucking yeah. cool. Dude. It's, I'd such, enjoy it for it's sure. such a cool like fun game. I just remember like one level in particular where you're running around in like the giant robot. Oh, that's that's heading towards the second the second city and you've got a whole music video dash 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 music video. <laughs> I, I know this fucking game <laughs> I know this fucking game dude I love that fucking game I think as far as Playstation 1 platformers dash, though dash. <laughs> Toomba was one of my favorites on Playstation 1 did Toomba. you ever play Toomba? no you were like that pink haired dude caveman? yeah Mm-mm. oh uh, yeah, I never played that one, but I I recognize it though. Oh man, I've I definitely to, seen it. I used to play that like, rip. So you were saying, anyways, about not having a memory card and having to start from scratch every time you died on the Brave Fencer Musashi mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy VII was on the demo. You were playing out of boredom, and then yeah. So um, I remember one time, one specific time, we're on the demo. I was getting pretty far. I don't know how. I was just like. <laughs> pressing buttons right um and i and i get to like this big boss like in front of a castle and it's a big boss like it's freaking a hundred times the size of your character and it's like this big dragon lizard looking thing and i'm like um okay and like i remember like you know like in the demo we had like a party of four to fight with you right um 
And so I selected all of my all of my characters to do an attack move. Um, but I guess the boss was faster than me, so it attacked once and killed my entire party, and that's where the demo ended. <laughs> so I was like, "This game's stupid." <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was meant to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty just, sure. All his stats were nine. Yeah, nine, 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 nine. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Um, so from what I recall about Final Fantasy VII, I'm sure I'd appreciate it way more now. Yeah. Just because turn-based combat is something that I kind of grew into with, like, Pokemon. Well, I want to uh, say with the remake, they got rid of turn-based. That's more... Uh, it, what's the word? Well, I don't know if it... You, I think you could choose between the two before, because it's the way Chrono Trigger did it, too, where you could choose turn-based, or you could choose it still kind of turn-based, but you have a stamina bar that refreshes... It's the same way 13 Based works. on your action. Yeah, so Based you use an action that uses up your stamina bar, and you, the boss, all of your party members all have the stamina bar. As soon as that stamina bar is up, that person can attack. The whole time that you're menuing, stamina bars are refilling. So you can get fucking undercut by the boss while you're still setting up your combo. Oh, sweet. They, oh, they did announce that it will be getting a mode for turn-based. So it, it, it would be the same kind of... For nostalgia reasons for the remake. Small little, remember, small little comment here. Chrono Trigger, Chrono excellent Trigger. soundtrack. Chrono Trigger is what got me into turn-based I, really, really. I need to play Chrono Trigger just because of who the artist was. Who's the artist? Dude, the same dude behind Dragon Ball. Oh, I didn't know that. What? <laughs> what? Why do you expect me to know that, damn it? I'm on, right? <laughs> you could tell from the hair, Jason. <laughs> Did Go it was Goemon's fucking artist also? The same artist? No, what are you, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this dude legit looks like a red-haired Trunks. Yeah, I never really yeah. realized it. Uh. <laughs> the, the gap between when I played Chrono Trigger and actually watched fucking Dragon Ball Z, I'm sorry, I don't fucking know. It's all, right. <laughs> all ten years between the two, I didn't connect it, I'm sorry. Like, especially, like, in this image, like... You can't tell me that's not very Dragon Ball-esque. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that even kind of looks like launch in the, in the back. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so I need to play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Do it, I don't man. know if you guys knew, but there was that rumor forever that launch was forgotten about by the artist. I think it was just recently. was actually, like, he confirmed that, yeah, for a little while he actually did yeah. in fact forget about it. Yeah, no, he for <laughs> yeah, he forgot about a lot of characters in, in I the show. I didn't know that. See, I thought it was all just rumor. I didn't know it was actually known. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I really like Launch. She was cool as fuck. Yeah, because she was with Roshi, and then... She just wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> just wasn't relevant. No, she just wasn't. Like, no one ever mentioned her. She never made any appearances. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, uh... uh she was gone. Not there. And then last but not least on my end, Redbox is no longer going to be renting video games, and it will end the sales of video games. Oh no! At the end of this Where year. will I rent my video games from? Have you ever rented a video game from Redbox? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have, but only for like 360. I can't see myself doing it for the. I remember the one it was. It was Tomb Raider, wasn't it? I don't think so, because I think it was. I borrowed that from you. I didn't have it. No? 
I'm pretty sure... And as I, a matter of fact, I can tell you for sure Tomb Raider I played on my old crappy computer that could barely run games when I pirated that years ago. I mean, didn't pirate anything. Oh, maybe that is the one. Nice <laughs> <I> save. <laughs> 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 I totally, like, yelled over my head. <laughs> now, I've, I've... Actually, I ran it on my laptop that I sold to Angel. That's right. Dang. Um... I honestly couldn't see myself renting an Xbox One or PlayStation 4 game just because the fact that you have to install it. It just seems like... I know it won't take long, but it always just seems like a waste of time. I mean, to be fair, it would be convenient for anybody that lives where I live. We don't have... Like, I, I make the joke all the time, but it's not really a joke. It takes me four or five days to download a 20 gig game. Just because to... I don't have the internet out there, so... You know, for anybody that does have a PS4 or an Xbox One out there, you know, the games are nice, I'm sure, for them to be able to go out there if they don't want to drive all the way back into town to go buy something. Minus the case, you're paying the same price almost, you know? Um, they did, however, say that, of course, since they're ending the sales of video games, that if you do have Redbox near you, to go check it out, just because if you're thinking of buying a video game, they are going to be selling some super cheap at a discounted price. Discount. They said that it's going to offer Death Stranding and Jedi Fallen Order both for, like, thirty nine ninety nine each, which is, Dang. I mean, that's a $20 <laughs> discount. On a brand new game? Like yeah. Fallen Order? And Death Stranding. But Death Stranding. Not everyone's favorite game. True. I'm not going to say anything until I, I play it. I, so. I, I have to play it to know for sure, but from what I've seen and heard, I don't really think I'm gonna care for it. I feel like I won't care for the gameplay as much, but I do know Hideo Kojima's really good at telling stories, and that's the reason that I'm gonna play it. Yeah, if I were to play it, I would go into it not looking for a video game, but looking for an interactive cinematic experience. Yeah. That's how I'd approach it. Like, I'm not expecting... See, I don't want... I'm not expecting any, like, turn-of-the-century gameplay. (laughs) If I wanted Beyond Two Souls again, though, I'd go play Detroit Become Human. I've heard good things about that one. They are both amazing games, and that is no discredit to the gameplay. It's just I don't... I I did expect video game out of Death Stranding, not so much. Yes, I expected the story, but something more along the lines of Metal Gear. Not like a Telltale game or like... Yes, like I said, said, more along the lines of Metal Gear. Even if it's not necessarily Metal Gear 5S, go back to a linear story in one setting like they did with the original Metal Gears, or even with Metal Gear 4, I think they revisited settings similar to all of the previous games. Have you? If it wasn't just outright the original settings. Because <laughs> I know for sure they revisited 3 and Shadow Moses Island in 4. It was actually really cool. It starts it out with like this flashback dream sequence. It goes into the section, and it makes you think you're going to play through the section of the original... Top down, yeah. everything looks the way it used to, and then you go into that first hole that you crawl into to get into the base, and then Snake wakes up in the helicopter, <laughs> and then he looks down and everything's all destroyed, and I was like, no, I was no, so like, excited for that! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on an on a interesting note, later on in the level you unlock a head camo for him that is the original Snake head, like all 2D and yeah. shitty looking. <laughs> Like, it looks exactly like it did on Textures PS4. and polygons and everything. Dope. <sighs> that is all for my stories, though. If Jason doesn't have any stories, you guys want to talk about them new mecha skins? Yes. Thoughts? 
Ooh. I'm not a huge fan of Mecha skins, but these definitely all caught my eye. They were all really cool. I'm a big fan of Mecha skins. Um, the way that, so, it's really interesting from an an from an analytical perspective to look at the evolution of skin lines uh, as Riot has presented them. Right. So like the first Project skin, that was Project Yasuo. Compare that Project skin to Project skins now. Project Yasuo is trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is nowhere near as intricate or interesting as all the other Project skins. Um, same thing with the Mecha line. Um, if you take a look at um, the first no, Mecha but... skin, or the first Mecha skin was Mecha Kha'Zix. That one knocked it right out of the park. Yeah. It, for it, me, it for me, like Mecha Kha'Zix was the best skin in the game for a long time. For a really long time. But that's just personal preference, right? Because I'm a big Mecha skin fan. Um... And then, you know, they did Mecha Malphi, and they did, uh, you know, Mecha Aatrox. Um, and those were actually really good skins in their own right, as well. Um, for me, for me, Mecha Aatrox was a really cool skin. It was definitely cooler than Mecha Malphite, in my opinion. Um, Mecha Malphite was a silver Malphite. Yeah, and Chromas helped out a little bit there, too, as well. You can choose the Chromas for Mecha Malphite. Oh, um, I didn't know they had So, yeah, I have, I, have, I have a black one, and I have a blue one for Mecha Malphite um, back when I used to play Malphite and he was good um, <laughs> but but now these new Mecha skins um, my favorite out of the new Mecha skin is probably it's it's a tie actually it's a tie between Garen and Leona I'm between Jax and Leona yeah. I'm honestly between Draven and Leona Draven's is so clean His so it's unanimous Leona's the winner because that's the one we all yeah, like yeah. <laughs> What so I think, what I think is on top. Yeah. What I think is interesting though is that they're not only Mecha skins; it's like Mecha Kingdoms. So it's like a cross between Warring Kingdoms and Mecha. Yeah. Which I think is super cool because it gives them almost like a little more to play with. Almost. Mm, I wonder. Yeah, like design maybe language. Maybe possibly that's gonna do some more or bring some kind of visual rework or some lore rework aspect to Definitely the Aatrox and, and Malphite ones because they're just straight up mecha. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're straight up. So, so at the very least, if they don't update them visually, they're going to update the lore to kind of change it and then and maybe then, we'll even get some kind of new game mode around and then like you have like Odyssey and shit. And then you have like Warring Kingdoms Vi and um, I forgot who else does. Jin Zhao. Jin Zhao, there you go. So is um, that what it's? That's what it seems like they're trying to do is merge the Warring Kingdoms and the. I'm honestly, lines. I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised and disappointed we didn't get like a Mecha Kingdom Shen. I think that would have been really cool. Yeah, they could have done some really cool, cool stuff with that. Yeah, I think. Um, so it's like so this is like a new skin line, right? From what I understand, it's a new yeah. skin line, um, and it also adds that little extra bit of lore. Yeah. To the you know to the Warring Kingdoms line and that oh like we had enough fighting each other let's make big machines to fight each other, um, so I thought I thought that was really cool. Um, for the Mecha Malphite and Aatrox skins, they're literally like there's no lore behind it other than their splash art, and it's literally just a Pacific Rim thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. See, like that's what it says. There's nothing attached to anything of those. They're just Mecha. Yeah, like if you if you look at the splash skins for Mecha Malphite and Mecha Aatrox, it's exactly like so, the way it's framed is exactly as if you were watching the me uh, you know the uh, 
the Jaegers from Pacific Rim. I, I think around then is when Pacific Rim Two came out. I, I when I think about it, actually. I believe um, so. But it's it's right as you see the Jaegers exiting their docking bays to fight. That's exactly the way they framed the the picture, the art for Mecha Malphite and Mecha Aatrox. So there's like no real lore behind it. It's more of like, hey, Pacific Rim's cool right now, guys. These are Pacific Rim skins. Right. Hey. <laughs> so. Um, either way, I hope they do more with the mecha skin line, because these <clears> skins look amazing. Um, I think, ah, uh, I would definitely get the Leona skin, um, and I would definitely, even though Garen is tied for my, for my favorite looking skin, I don't play Garen, I'd play Jax more when I play top lane, so I would definitely get the mecha Jax skin. If I had to choose two of those mecha skins, I'd get the Jax and the Leona. Well, another one is... Um, if they're correct, if if the rumors are correct, and that is Sets release skin, Sets looks really cool. Yeah. Um, did you hear about the set leak? Yes, but I don't remember like specifically like what his kit is or. I literally um, heard about him like probably an hour before we went on. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I heard I heard about the set leaks. Um, unless he just have to be able to play league again regularly. That scares me. I'm actually getting better. (laughs) (laughs) It scares me, though, because now I need a lot more Blue Essence because I know, what's his name, Aphelios is supposed to be coming out. Yeah. Oh, no, I have to play more League. Well, and then if they already have set skin, you know, he's going to be released fairly soon. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, probably, like, by the end of next patch when the Mecha skins go live. He's probably going to be the last thing to go up on that patch. That'll be interesting if he goes up before Aphelios. I, I burned through all of my blue essence without using my champs up for rune pages. I'm up to 11. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, five of them are for specific champs that I just never touch anymore because that's how I like to run them. Because <laughs> when, they, when they reveal skins, they usually release them pretty quickly. Yeah. And then I want to say today they finally had like the champion. I fi- I want to say they had the champion spotlight of Aphelios. So they have potential to oh, release fairly close to each other, if not when the did same they do time. The for today, I saw it on YouTube and it yeah, was like saw uploaded like four hours ago earlier yeah. today. That means in the next couple of days, usually. Huh? Yeah. Usually in a week, I think. Oh, I thought it was sooner. Cool. So I'm going to see if I can, if there's like an FF at 20 host that explains who these champs of the skins for that this is. Because either it's like Aphelios or it's Set. It's someone that we haven't seen before. That didn't look like any of Aphelios' uh, abilities, though, that right. we have seen thus far. Right. And what does he have? Q but these are, these are very exotic skins as well. Like, you could barely tell who was who. If you, did, if you didn't know anything, like, if you didn't pay attention to their abilities then uh you know it's very easy to to kind of skip over it um let's see here i'm at i'm at surrender at 20 right now to see if they posted anything about who these champs are um i'm gonna see if maybe they have a like a pbe preview type of thing with the list um they only have the gallery Jax, leona draven garen and then make a Ga- make a kingdom's Garen prestige edition. Ooh. Um, and they didn't share who the uh, <laughs> they didn't say who the other one was. Uh, fuck you, figured out. <laughs> yeah, so I I mean I don't think that last one there that we saw was Garen prestige edition. 
Um, I really, oh gosh, I wish I knew who it was. I Olaf, mean, Diana, looks like they were SKT, Olaf, Dragon Skins, oh no, these are the other ones that are on there. Apparently, according to this article, um, it's saying that the Mecha, Mecha Kingdom skin line goes live one day after Seth's rumored release date. Mm -hmm. Oh, it, it, does, it, it does, so Surrender <laughs> at Seth. So yeah, yeah, Surrender at 20 lists here, Draven, Garen, Jax, Leona, and Set. Uh, so it is Set. Dude, we gotta watch that video more closely after the stream, because I want to see what Set's up to in that video. I'm down. As far as abilities go. We gotta tear it down for sure. Do y'all have <laughs> any more articles or things you want to talk about? I mean... We would be able to talk about Mandalorian, but Jason's not caught all the way up. Oh. I don't yeah, until next week. Well, I don't want to spoil nothing. Yeah, yeah, so we'll wait till Jason uh, catches up on that. But um, uh, just the state of play for League of Legends, I feel like it's okay right now. Um, I feel like the Dragon Souls and Dragon System is a little convoluted right now because, like, both teams can have, like, five dragons, then you have the Dragon Soul, right? Mm -hmm. Um which is ridiculous. Um, I haven't I haven't played with an Elder Dragon buff yet to see it execute people, um, but I'm excited to just, you know get to that point. I which I think is kind of the point, right? I think when they wanted to rebalance the dragon uh, buffs and things like that, the point was to make Elder Drake strong, but not as easily accessible. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I like about it. It doesn't allow a team to snowball, get the first two Drakes, and then just guaranteed to shit on the rest of you guys now because you just can't compete with their buffs anymore. And you know what I'm not really a fan of that caught me by way surprise is Double Herald? Dude, Double Herald. <laughs> I love it. Ever since, ever since I like started jungling this season you guys saw my one game where I didn't get both of them. And it's because I don't know if people don't realize how strong you are in comparison to the Herald on your own earlier if it's just the champs that I play. Kha'Zix can do it solo. Dr. Mundo can do it solo. Trindamir has trouble but can do it solo. Oh, yeah, just about. <laughs> I want to say, a majority of the junglers can all do it solo so, as long as you don't get seen. <laughs> yeah. Right. In this but nobody sneak. has been, at least I'm in silver, nobody has been thinking to check that I'm fucking doing it. You know, I've yeah. gotten away with it. Like, you guys did see my only game where one of them got stolen. I still went and got the second one. Yeah. <laughs> um, more on League of Legends, though. Did you guys hear about Riot Forge? I heard about it. I don't know what's up with it other than it's, like, a announcement to make it, other games. Yeah, it's a publishing studio under Riot Games that's going to work with third-party developers to create more games set in the League of Legends universe. And... They're actually going to be teasing their first game tomorrow at the Game Awards. Oh, shoot. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Hopefully it's that fighting game. Yeah, do you think it'll be something... <laughs> yeah, do you think it's, like, for the development on something they've already teased at us or showed us? I don't know that it'll be something... I think it'll be See, more so something that they didn't talk about. I don't know, because they've already given us a lot. They gave us a fucking lot lot with that whole 10 year reveal they did they can give yeah. us more to wonder about which isn't a bad strategy or they right. can satisfy us now with more of what we already know and then just drop something else and see they, later on down the line they they did they do say however that 
it's going to be like to expand more on like the lore of the universe. I get that you can still do that with a fighting game, but I feel like it's... I don't it's, feel like they're going to do that with a fighting game. <laughs> and, and see, everything else, they've already kind of set to be released and have talked about its release. If it's going to be a new game, I think we'll possibly see whatever that two-second clip of Blitzcrank smacking those monsters. Like, the the RPG or whatever. Uh, like. Yeah. I think that's what it'll possibly be. Or... We're gonna get a Telltale game style <laughs> League of Legends no. lore video game. <laughs> Please no. Centered. Nothing wrong with Telltale. I just do not want to sit there through a Telltale games to fucking learn more about League. That's like I can go on my computer and essentially fucking do that. Literally no the only, <laughs> literally the only, the only reason that I have ever played a Telltale games was because Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I cannot. Yeah. I still remember the silent fucking half playthrough we did. That was funny though. <laughs> yeah, dude, me and Jason played through it doing nothing but like the no, silent no, no, reaction. <laughs> Nobody liked us, dude. Oh, it's so great. And like it, it you know, you guys know it tells you how people react to it. Like it'd be like so and so will remember that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I know. I don't well, do anything. And Fine. like literally every time you guys like. <laughs> <laughs> he like raises his hand like he wants to say stops. something, and then he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to play to a, through a Telltale game, so maybe that's next on my list. I have a long list of things to do. Not uh, enough time. Which is weird. It's not my type of game. Like it has like it's nothing to say about. It's it's like getting me to watch a movie. You have to get me to sit there and start it. The only reason I was able to finish Beyond Two Souls is because it was such a fucking good story. It made me want to keep coming back to find out what was going to happen next. You want to watch The Room? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Let's watch The Room. I, I would rather not. So this is weird. Um, on Riot Forge's Twitter page, they released four images saying there are endless places to explore in Runeterra. Here's where we're heading. And it looks, with all the art style on the four pictures, it looks like four totally different games. Hmm. What? Yeah, like, look at this. Like, one of them's, like, almost side-scroller-esque. Mm -hmm. And then another one looks like that Blitz thing that I was talking mm, about. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of them are, like... Like a nice town. Yeah. Like, Attack on Titan, kind of, with the wall. Right there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, in the back. And then that's, like, almost, um... It's that new Zelda game. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's got like that kind of art vibe. Or to maybe it. we'll get we'll get like a Elder Scrolls type adventure game. Dude, that'd be so sick. With League, and ah. like, you're just like you're just like a random person, Ooh. and like I wonder if this is gonna be a roguelike. Actually, the Blitzcranky one, because that it would be, be. kind of cool. It'd be essentially fucking Gauntlet meets League. Yeah. That'd be sick. That would be really fucking cool. But only time will tell. We're definitely gonna have to cover it next week, though. If it's yep. tomorrow. I have to wait for the for the announcement. Alright, sir, I am all out of stories. I am all out, too. I'm juiced out. Jason shakes his head in disapproval. Nothing, yeah. 
All right. Well, with that being said, we will go ahead and end the podcast today. Wait, with disapproval? No. I just... <laughs> <laughs> now that I realize what you actually said, no, I just don't. I couldn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You couldn't let it die. I, phys- I, li- I like physically have to search my memory bank sometimes, so that was me saying no, no, oh, no. Oh, snap. <laughs> not you, not you. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> what were you saying? Dude, is the next Star Wars out in nine days? Yeah. Next week, dude. Pretty sure it's next week. What is it? The Still. 20th, right? Yeah. The 20th? Still have not no, seen the last Jedi. Nine days to Nine days to catch up. Uh, you're not missing out on much. Yeah, so today's the 11th. No, Star Wars is the 19th, dude. What time? It's Seven? We have eight days. Eight days, yeah. We may... Oh, that's... Ah, uh, no! Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's my company party at round one that day. Ah! Uh, yeah, I, I think can that's go in your start, place while you go watch. The I think movie. that's gonna start like at five or something. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna party it up for like two hours and then go. And it, but it's at Park Place, so I literally just walk from round one to the theater section. Oh well, then it's not that bad. Yeah, not that <laughs> bad at all. But yeah, dude, Thursday, December nineteenth. That's a week from tomorrow. That's when we're gonna go watch Star Wars: The, the Rise of Skywalker. The an last end one. of an era. I'm stoked. I'm stuck. It's gonna be dope. I'm excited for the Skywalker saga to end, and I'm excited to see how they can redeem themselves after the last, the last Jedi. What kind of strings they have to pull? Can they redeem? Do you guys know Star Wars made a holiday special? Shit, look at Kiki's house made in 1978. <laughs> yeah, <the> Star Wars. <laughs> what? Yeah, the Star Wars uh, holiday special is not. Uh, is not oh, the most. You guys, that was my favorite one. Not right the most treasure. Right in front of episode two. <laughs> Unpopular yeah. opinion. Episode two really is my favorite. No, I, I no, I liked episode two. I, <laughs> I don't like... understand why it's so disliked. It is my favorite one. No, I like it. I like the whole the whole Django Fett, uh, um, Camino story arc, yeah. as well as the fact that you see Anakin Skywalker as a very promising but young Jedi, um, Master and then kind of grow, you know, grow into that. <laughs> what are we going to do? There are too many of them. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Die, <laughs> yeah so yeah excited for star wars but anyway we'll, we'll cut the stream right there we are at our, an hour and five minutes and 54 seconds um, <laughs> no no you won't you won't get to um but thank you everyone for joining with us listening to the news and whatnot we do appreciate your support make sure to tune in next week uh that way we can talk about more tech news game news and all the other news that is great for you or that we feel like talking about we don't really take you into account but we appreciate that you listen to us <laughs> um <laughs> so with that we'll go ahead and play our outro music and this is pedro signing off see y'all later bye